Hi there, I'm Jim. And I'm Claire. Let's talk teaching. Welcome to Let's Talk Teaching, a podcast from the Center for Teaching, Learning, and Technology here at Illinois State University. I'm Jim G, and joining me once again today, our director, Dr. Claire LaMonica. Hey, Claire. Hi, Jim. How are you? I'm great. Hey, we're going to be doing a little little midterm check-in here on our spring <laughs> courses because we're both teaching this we're semester. We're both teaching, yeah. In addition to all the business that we do here at CTLT. Because <laughs> we didn't have enough to do. <laughs> well, and it's nice to be able to do something that, uh, not that we don't enjoy our work here it at takes, CTLT. It takes me back to my roots. Exactly. And I assume it does the same for you. It, well, it well you have kind of weird roots, but some of them are teaching. <laughs> well, because, you know, you have broadcast roots as well as teaching roots. That's true. And so yeah. I'm, yeah, and so and I teach a broadcast performance class typically. So, yeah, I guess. Nice so. bit. But, you know, it's nice having a job, too, just as a side note, where I can occasionally <laughs> also use these skills. I don't know if we ever actually talked about the origins of our podcast on the podcast itself, but we used to do a newsletter, which I hated doing. Yeah. And no one read. And... <laughs> And no one wrote anything no, for. Much well, that was more of a problem. <laughs> that was yeah. more of a problem. No one read it because no one was writing anything for it. And we had such great conversations. And then one day I'm like, boy, you know, I almost should record the... Oh, oh, wait a minute. Oh. I have three degrees in mass communication. <laughs> and a degree particularly in radio and television production. So, oops. Yeah, oops. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> anyway, but we're talking about teaching today as usual. And um, when, I, when we talked about, hey, what are we going to do our, our next episode on? I had suggested we just do a little check-in with teaching, and you kind of lit up with that idea because I think this has been a – you've had some reflection and and uh, and all that and, and made some changes in your teaching this semester. This has been a great semester. Now, I have to – so I'm going to preface this by saying that I'm teaching this semester um, a graduate class for mm-hmm. the Department of English. Mm-hmm. Uh, It's part of the department's post-baccalaureate certificate in the teaching of writing, which is a graduate certificate. Mm -hmm. Um, All of my students are um, practicing classroom teachers um, in middle school or high school. Mm -hmm. Uh, So because of that, we meet on Saturday mornings. I use a blended format so that we actually only have to meet every other Saturday, Mm -hmm. uh, which has been, I think, helpful to all of us. And it's just going great. Yeah. It's going, yeah. I, I, so I have to say, I had never taught this class before. So this was a new prep for me. Oh, see, I thought this was the one that you had taught years ago and no, you came back to it. No, no. I've always taught the, um, the rhetoric class in the sequence. And ah. this class is called Teaching Writing with Technology. So in spite of the fact <laughs> that I started teaching writing with technology in like 1985, right. um, I was a little bit daunted by the topic because it's been a decade since I taught a writing class specifically. Mm. And I knew that technology had come a long, a long, long way. A long way. A long way. Yes. So... Um, Writing, teaching writing with technology no longer meant, you know, having students in a computer lab mm-hmm. only. So mm-hmm. I appealed to my wonderful friend, mentor, colleague, Jim Kalmbach, who is recently retired from the English department mm-hmm. and who was the last person who, who taught this class. Mm-hmm. And he was so generous. He sent me all of his stuff, um, you know, his syllabus, his book list is um 
assignments, the whole bit. Now, I have to say, with the rate, the way technology changes, mm-hmm. I did change some of the readings, not all sure. of them. Um, well, and, you know, that's something, that probably is another show. That's yeah. something that, that I've encountered, too. When you inherit a course from someone and you get their syllabus and all of their lesson plans, someday we're going to have to do an episode on, you know, how do you how do you judiciously go through and... and uh, we really, yeah, we really do need to do that because that's been, and, and let's do it while it's fresh in my mind because okay. I hadn't done that in a while. And this next is next week. Um, next week, <laughs> yeah. next week, folks, yeah. tune in. We'll be talking about when you inherit a course. Yeah. Um, because there, you know, obviously no course is a perfect fit for any two people. Mm-hmm. So I, I did have to make some modifications. But the, the thing that I didn't modify is the thing that I was most excited about when I when you asked me about this the other day. And mm-hmm. that is that Jim's plan for the course, his design for the course, gave me the courage to let go. Mm-hmm. And that has been life-changing for me. Right. Um, it really has. It's I especially because I teach this basically as an overload. So I'm, I try not to take tons of time out of my day job, you know, to, to do this. Mm-hmm. I, you know, obviously I have to take a little bit, but I'm not spending every evening planning. Right. Because the way the course was designed, the bulk of the responsibility falls on the students. Duh. What a concept. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so it's been fabulous. You know, um, another one of my, um, mentors is um Tim Fredstrom in the music class and in the music department and I'm sure I've I've said this mm-hmm. before but he has this saying that about school shouldn't be a place where students go to watch teachers work hard and you know it's kind mm-hmm. of supposed to be the other way around yeah. I would say I'm actually experiencing that this semester where yeah. the students yeah. are working hard and I am sitting and watching and learning. And it was a particularly good fit, um, given that I wasn't, you know, sure about my own expertise in this area. Uh I'm allowing myself to draw on their expertise and Mm -hmm. for them to bring in their questions and um, their, the answers that they're finding in the readings. And it's great. Mm -hmm. It's fabulous. Well, I, and you, you are very passionate about it. I mean, you, you, when I walked into your office and we started talking about this before we recorded the show today, um, I mean, you lit up. Yeah. And I think the exact <laughs> phrase you used was let it go. Yes. And so yes. I, I looked into licensing certain songs from Disney, <laughs> but but uh, we can't I afford so, that. <laughs> I so wanted to sing, but I was, I, but I, A, I can't sing, and B, it would have been very expensive been if expensive. I broke into a few choruses of let it go. You but, know, yeah. I, I'm, I'm going back and looking at fair use. Can we even put an image? <laughs> but no, we're probably not going to be able oh, to. Oh, darn. So. Yeah. Uh, oh, darn. So, well, I don't look anything like Elsa, by the way. <laughs> For those of you well, who've never seen me, <laughs> neither, neither neither do I. I. I'm probably most similar to the snowman in, in body type, but that's a whole other uh, Olaf, Oleg, something oh, like yeah, Oleg, yeah. something like that. Um, anyway, so to drill down a little deeper, when you're when we're saying let go or let it go, obviously, in part that is giving up control, right? To a certain extent, not more than I'm. Well, yes, more than I am have been comfortable with, mm-hmm. but I, you know, I still, my work was front loaded. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to, I had to provide the structure, provide the assignments, which, which I updated, mm-hmm. um, and, um, provide the readings, obviously. 
Uh, but a lot of that was done before yeah. I ever started teaching. Yeah. 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 You know, one thing that I hear from when we go in and do midterm chats, we should play a ring a bell every time we <laughs> midterm time chats we on this. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Although I did one this semester, someone said, hey, I heard your podcast and I was interested. Oh. So yeah. So it's cool. You know, I, I like justifying my podcasting yeah. existence. So that's yeah. good. <laughs> anyway, so uh, having done some midterm chats, um, uh, occasionally I will talk to students who in classes where the students seem to do a lot of the instruction. Mm-hmm where they're doing a lot of the presenting and stuff like that. And it's it's gotten mixed reviews, to be generous. So what do you do to make sure that when the students are presenting the material to their fellow students, what can we do to make sure that it's an optim- it's still an optimal learning experience for everyone else? They're learning from the, from the act of having to create and present, right? Well, yeah, except that I would... Well, so yes, there is a presentational element for this class. So, okay. A, I should say that it really helps that these are all um, experienced teachers. Mm, so mm-hmm. they're experienced school teachers. Um, they are experienced uh, basically sick. I think the I think in this class um, they teach eighth through twelfth grade. There mm-hmm. are people pretty much at every level eight through twelve. So they're used to designing um, engaging learning experiences because you, you know if you got eighth graders and you're not engaging them. Mm-hmm. So that helps. But they're also not presenting a lot of information. Okay. okay? So the in, the information is basically in the readings. They're in the books that we're reading. Mm-hmm. Um, so are they doing more pre- uh, leading so discussions? They're, they're leading discussions. Okay. So here's what they do. This is really interesting. And this is, they each week, somebody does a teaching with technology demonstration. Oh, okay. And basically that is a lesson that they might use in their own school with their own students. And they just lead us through it. And it's, it's, it's a writing lesson that's in some way incorporates technology. They So somebody does, uh, we spend the first hour and they, they do their lesson and then we have a general conversation about what worked about this lesson, what questions you have, how would you have to adapt this lesson if you were to take it into your classroom because gotcha. obviously you might have access to different technologies, mm-hmm. your students are, might be at a different grade level, whatever. Then we have two hours that were originally conceived as um, a... Um, discussion and so one of the students pre, pre um, one of the students prepares the discussion questions mm-hmm. and then a focusing activity so something that focuses our attention on either sort of the overall takeaway from the reading or some specific piece of the reading that struck the um the person who's designing it is particularly interesting or problematic or, or whatever. So now what the interesting thing that these folks are doing is um, sometimes interweaving those two. And, and that was fine. I mean, I'm like, Oh yeah, cool. Mm -hmm. That's, that's actually kind of nice. So uh, although if I were doing it again, I would consider having three separate students in charge of the hours, the time and having, um, you know, one do a teaching with technology demo, one doing the discussion and one doing the focusing activity. But I, you know, I would have to think about that because they seem to like the way this is going and mm-hmm. they're, they're um, doing some fun things. And, and how many students are in the... It's a small group. It's, yeah. I have only five. Okay. It was at one point up to six, but uh, then I sent out the reading list and somebody bailed. <laughs> <So> <laughs> 
like, oh, well, okay. better than, yeah, <laughs> better, better than. So yeah. 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 So, and yeah. it's, you know, it's a graduate class. So, yeah. so we have, um, each student is basically in charge of that, you know, that means mm -hmm. that they're covering the bulk of the times we meet together. Now, right. once they start on their final projects and they're not doing as much common reading, mm -hmm. um, things will, will shake things up a little bit. Sure. Um, I will take one, you know, I'll take at least one of those days mm -hmm. and, um, mm -hmm. you know, I'll do a, I'll do a teaching demo and right. lead a conversation and blah, cool. blah, blah. So cool. anyway. It's a learning experience for you too then. Because you're already talking about how you're going to do it next time. Yeah. So I think <laughs> that's, that's right. I am. Yeah. 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 That's, yeah. well, that's what happens, right? Yeah. You get, you get into, you get part way into it and you think, yeah. oh, okay, this is, um, yeah. I, I could do this better. So I often fiddle with my course from semester to semester. Mm -hmm. and, and because I'm teaching in, in a new space, which I think we've talked about before, yeah. in a collaboration classroom, yeah. I've, I've really restructured some of the, some of it. Once I get a new textbook, which is probably going to happen for fall. I've been waiting for the publisher to actually fire <laughs> to actually off the get printing. The thing published. I know, yeah, I know what I want. I just, I just don't have it. Um, I'll be restructuring things, but I've actually had a somewhat frustrating spring oh. semester so far. Well, because and, of the space? No, not because of the space. Oh, okay. I think in some ways, okay. My my suspicion is that because the space is less structured in terms of like traditional rigid row seating no and everything else, yeah. and I have become. I think a lot easier going, and I think this is all a good thing. Um, but I'm having, I have, I'm having issues now that I've never encountered before with the number of students who aren't turning into assignments. Oh, I and big projects and stuff like that. Well, that doesn't seem missing... like that would be related to the space, although maybe maybe the attitude. That's what the I'm thinking. That's what I'm. That's what I'm wondering. Um, it may also just be uh, this semester. And, you know, could be I've, this group of students, uh, this group of students. And I've been reminding myself of what you've often said on our pokey little podcast here, which is that these we have to realize students are very busy people. Mm. Um, but they're so but the, some of them are so bad at communicating with me. Everyone who <laughs> and said, they are supposed to do their and, coursework <laughs> and they are supposed to do their coursework. And, and it's not just a well, you didn't read the syllabus and all that, you know, um, although I didn't explain this syllabus ad nauseum i haven't done that in a long time yeah. so so i'm in i'm kind of in detective mode right now trying to oh. trying to see what's going on uh i mean one or two cases i suspect you know and i've uh, i've gone through channels and because they've missed a lot of classes well and this, yeah. this is a one night well, a week yeah. course it's again undergraduates it's a small class it's about 16 15 but we meet one night a week uh, on Monday nights for three hours. So it, for some of them, it's a new experience anyway, yeah. doing that. That's a hard, it's a hard format. So many of us yeah. teach in that format, but that's, yeah. that's not easy. Yeah. Well, yeah. and Monday nights and it's winter and all yeah. that, and the, you know, the bleak late oh. winter and all that other stuff. Yeah. The, the other reason why I'm a little, uh, this semester is because last semester, there's always one person who doesn't turn in one of the sure. big projects. Yeah. So as an incentive last semester or this semester, I put a little, thing in the syllabus and I pointed it out to people that said look you need to if you don't complete the three major projects and the two major exams for this course then I'm going to lower your grade by by one letter well yeah you know in in addition <laughs> yeah. to, in addition to yeah. all the points but yeah. now I'm in the position of where I'm probably going to actually have to make good on that oh. I'm probably going to have to deliver on that oh and I don't like that so what I'm really leading to is that I may be we'll be doing an episode soon on on grading without points Oh, <laughs> pointless grading. Pointless grading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I'm, so I'm kind of all over the place with my class this semester. I mean, there's been some really good discussions, and the collaborative part has worked out 
phenomenally well. It's a little bit different than what you're talking about, certainly in, in terms of scale. But, in, you know, we, we watch a lot of media, and they do some of that at home. And they bring in they bring in examples. Well, now instead of all of us sitting there and watching the same sixteen or seventeen examples of a talk show or whatever, um, I can break them into groups, and they right. can, and they can and they can do that amongst. And then they then they choose which one they're going to display, and we talk about ah. why we're you know so because this is much about performance criticism and analysis and, and all that as it is actually performing. Um, so their aspects of that have been great, but. They're just not turning stuff in, <laughs> and I'm and I'm yeah, scratching my head. Have you yeah. have you asked them? Uh, I've I've asked a couple of them, and and um, well, well, I've I've done a lot of I've done a lot of hey, uh, you know, I still haven't found this from you. What's going on? And some of them will get back to me, and we'll explain what's going on. Yeah. Um. So it's just a quantity of them. Well, I think. I'm I've wondering. More. Uh, this would be a great opportunity for you to. Um, Perhaps in order to eliminate the the hypothesis that it is connected to the room, or yeah. to uh, discover maybe that it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this is a great opportunity—not necessarily for a midterm chat, but for um, some getting some midterm feedback from uh, your students point, through yeah. other through other means, you know, and and maybe even focusing it specifically on the space, you know, mm-hmm. what are the ways that this space is helping you learn? What are there any ways right. that this space makes it difficult for you to learn, right. you know, um actually sort of reframing those midterm chat yeah. questions and um seeing what kind it, that might be of interest, you know, to a lot of people because mm-hmm. we're we're talking about moving into more sort of 21st century learning spaces, and um, uh, obviously we want to be able to make the most of those. But it doesn't sound to me like, I mean, other than the sort of general, maybe more, you know, less kind of rigid structure of the space, and that maybe... I think it's an indirect path. I don't think it's, I don't think that suddenly their brains turn to jello or they lose lose the will to do work. Yeah. Uh, because uh, it's a more casual seating environment, and they mm-hmm. have more flexible choices. Not that at all. I think it's probably it affected me, and that's I, I'm wondering if somehow uh, I affected. Yeah. Uh, if I affected that, so I don't know. That's a different set of questions. It is a different <laughs> set of questions. It is a different set of questions. It's also yeah. you know I it's it's a fairly relaxed environment. Studi- students have responded to that. I mean we're not, um, and and because it's a more collaborative environment, I don't have to do the whole technology. I don't have to ban a lot of technology. First of all, it's oh a, well, you need it's a, it. They it, need it. They need it for yeah, what they're doing. They need yeah, their technology for what they're doing. But yeah. also, you know, for the most part, you know, when we're doing group work, they're they're on task, they're and, and so I'm not concerned that they're sitting there watching a movie or something yeah. like that. So. Much less, much much harder to tune out of a, a five five student conversation right. than it is from a you know right. a twenty student conversation mm-hmm. with everybody sort of mm-hmm. talking together so yeah, yeah they probably feel more accountable to their peers yeah so i'll have to i'll have to keep everyone updated i guess on yeah on, on, for on sure. this head scratcher it's a um and part of it is just it's been a busy spring as well and i'm sure my mood is affecting my perceptions of all this right. and, and everything else so well it'll be interesting to if you teach in that space again mm-hmm. um, to see. I mean, that that's one thing that'll help because, you know, if it's if it's the class and, and I'm not a I'm never a blame the students person. No, and know, I'm not either. But yeah. I but I do know that yeah. um, classes develop mentalities that are beyond the individual student mentalities. You know, they, mm-hmm. they kind of you you get a you get a bunch of students in a room and they they meld into some kind of hive mind. 
you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and all of a sudden it it changes the behavior of the group. Now, see, you just now now that makes me think I need to also go back and look and see where they're at academically in their careers. Oh yeah, that too. This could actually just be a a, a massive case of senioritis. <laughs> if they're all seniors, and it's and yeah. it's my class that you know, and, and I have had students, and I'm happy, you know, when students reach out to me, I am more than happy to give them more time to do stuff. Right. Um, and so, for example, I think I am, my class is the one that people are going to ask for more time when they're feeling Because they know you're open to that. Because they know I'm open to that. Yeah. So it may be that, that some are just not asking. Yeah. Yeah. They're just, they're just taking and They're just the time. expecting. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. they're, or they're saying to themselves, well, it's only X number of points. This goes back to the whole point of the thing. Yeah. They're playing that calculus in their head. Yeah. They're, they're playing the game. Yeah. Well, yeah. I can afford to lose X number of points in... Jim's class because I have to get Y number of points in Professor So-and-So's class. That's a nice thing about, uh, well, I haven't used points in any of my grading for years and years, but, mm-hmm. I, but you know, especially not in a, in a grad class. You sure. Know, you would, I, I would never use points in a grad yeah. class. I, I never have anyway. So, well. and they're all pretty, you know, they, th- that's another thing I'm doing, you know, they're all pretty laid back about their grades um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that, you know, they, um, I have so far. I haven't actually given them any, even any letter grades. I'm just providing feed, narrative feedback on mm-hmm. their work, and they've all been perfectly happy with that. So, yeah, um, it's wigging me out a little bit. But right. you know, also there's nobody who's struggling. I right. mean, because I'm providing narrative feedback sort of continuously, mm-hmm. I'm I'm a little bit able to say. You know, I just was exchanging emails with one of the students this morning about her final project and and she'd really kind of gone off what she was initially thinking you know yeah. and 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 that was okay because it's just um I think their proposals for their final projects are due like in maybe 2 weeks from now she's thinking early but as she was proposing her proposal mm-hmm. I was able to say yeah w- well hold on you know that's not really going to fulfill the requirements for this assignment and mm-hmm. uh, kind of redirect her and say what well, you know you could do this and that would work right or come up with something else and let me know so well I think I think when we do my let it go episode <laughs> it will probably be something more along the lines of how am I how am I how am I using points in class or something yeah. like that? Because that's something that I can't even conceive of not doing. Not I haven't having I have, points. And I having points. I haven't made yeah. that con- that that cognitive connection yet. I know it can be done. I know there are people yeah. who can talk about it. So we'll we'll talk to those people. Yeah, talk. And, to, we you know we've got we've got lots of faculty on campus who are right. really interested in that and who are you know yeah you know not using points. They're doing other kinds of things. So get some of those people in here. We we will. Uh, I'll bring them, them in to and... one of these microphone things. Yeah. <laughs> Well, until that time, that's about all the time we have. Yeah. So thanks so much, Claire. Thank you, Jim. You can find out more about our podcast by going to our website, ctlt.illinoisstate.edu. Click on the podcast link on the main page. For Dr. Claire LaMonica, for all my colleagues here at the Center for Teaching, Learning, and Technology, until we talk again, happy teaching.